Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Yes, it's Superman! Strange visitor from the planet Krypton, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can leap tall buildings at a single bound, race a speeding bullet to its target, bend steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth and justice. But before we join Superman, listen. And now to our story. Superman, in the guise of Clark Kent, is now trying to unravel one of the most baffling mysteries he has ever encountered. A mystery which certainly seems to have no solution. Let's join Kent and Lois in their office at the Daily Planet immediately. A strange conversation is taking place. A conversation apparently without rhyme or reason. Listen. Now, wait a minute. You, you mean to stand there and tell me you haven't seen me in two days? Of course I haven't seen you in two days. Oh, uh-huh. But you were talking to me right here in this office only half an hour ago. I couldn't have been. Clark, what's the matter with you? Why won't you understand what I'm trying to tell you? Because I can't believe it. It doesn't make sense. More than that, it's the craziest thing I ever ran up against. Half an hour ago, you sat right there in that chair, refusing to admit that something did happen to you on the train, that you did disappear off that train between Walden Junction and Metropolis. I refused to admit it. You certainly did. You also refused to admit that you had made any telephone calls demanding $20,000. But I did make those calls. They forced me to make them. They wanted the money as ransom. Oh, you're admitting it now, all right. But you wouldn't admit it half an hour ago. Now that you're admitting all these things, you turn right around and refuse to confess that you were right here in this office half an hour ago. You're trying to make me believe that I haven't seen you in two days. Clark, look, I know that you must believe what you're saying, but it isn't true. I couldn't have been here. I only escaped from that room, that locked room down near the waterfront, just half an hour ago. And one of us is crazy. You were here in this office... Yes, by heaven, I can prove it. Now, just a minute. Bill! Oh, Bill! Yeah, Mr. Kent? Come in here a minute, please. Sure. Bill, ten minutes ago, on my way in here, I asked you if Miss Lane was in her office. What did you say? Well, I said, uh, no, she wasn't. And what else did you say? What else? Yes, yes, what else? Well, nothing that I know of. Oh, Bill, think, think hard. Didn't you say she went out just after you did and said she'd be back in a few minutes? Now, didn't you say that? Well, not that I remember. Now, not where that. is all this getting us? Here I come to you for help, and you do nothing but talk nonsense to me. Clark, do you realize that I have been held for ransom? That right now the people who kidnapped me may be getting away with $20,000 of Mr. White's money? Oh. Wait a minute. Let me talk to Mr. White. He'll understand. He'll do something. White? Do you really mean to tell me you don't know that Mr. White brought the $20,000 to you at the address you gave us on the phone? He actually did bring the money? Well, of course he did. Well, he couldn't have, Clark. If he had brought it, they'd have released me. Oh, no, no, maybe they wouldn't have at that. 
But heavens, Clark, what about Mr. White? They must have captured him, too. I don't know what this is all about, but I guess you're right, and as far as White is concerned, I... I haven't seen him since he left here with the $20,000. All I know is he called up and wanted $20,000 more. Did you send it? No. Countermanded the order, refused to let Darwin, the cashier, take it to him. Then I went down to the address you had given me. It turned out to be a theatrical boarding house run by a, a Mrs. Walsh. Yes, that sounds like the place. Go on. Well, she told me you and White were out working on this mysterious scoop of yours and that she didn't know when you'd be back. Well, I didn't wait. This afternoon I went down there again to talk to her, and the house is gone. Uh, the house is gone? Well, if it is the same house, the inside has changed considerably. Found an old man who claimed to be a doctor, a psychiatrist. The inside of the place is entirely different. The furniture, the pictures, everything, even the wallpaper. Now, look here, Clark. I don't understand all this any more than you do. But as sure as I'm standing here, I do know this. I was kidnapped off that train and held for $20,000 ransom. Yes, I know. Mr. White is being held now. Sure. The address was 407 South Street. I know that definitely, too. So do I. I don't care whether it's a theatrical boarding house or a Siamese temple. That's the house, and we're going down there right now. All right, all right. We might as well start trying to clear this up someplace. Come on, let's go. Oh, oh excuse me, Bill. Sorry. No, you were still... What are you staring at me that way for? I just got one question I'd like to ask. All right, all right. What is it? Are you crazy or am I? Oh, get out of my way. Come on, Lois. All right. Now, here we are, right across the street from that house. Now, take a good look at it. I have. All right. Now, is it or is it not the house you were kept prisoner in? It is. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, sure. Is that the house that you went to for the first time, the theatrical boarding house? Without a doubt. And it's the same house that you went to the second time? It certainly is. Yeah. Well, check on that anyway. That at least gives us a point to come back to when we start getting all mixed up again. All right, come on. Where are you going? Into that house, of course. Wait a minute, Clark. What do you mean? Whoever's in there, they may be killers. Don't you think you'd better call the police? Oh, no. Oh, no. If I left here now, by the time I got back, I'm sure that house wouldn't be there anymore. The street probably wouldn't be here either. And the, the taxi cab would certainly have turned into a dog sled. Come on. No, all right. No one answers. Yeah, someone will. Probably won't be my psychiatrist friend. I'm sure it won't be Mrs. Walsh. I'm really very interested in seeing who it'll be this time. There's someone coming now, I think. Yes, now we see. No. No, it isn't. I am seeing things. What's the matter with you, Kent? What are you, what are you standing there staring at me like that for? Oh, Mr. White, I thought... Come in. Come I... in, Kent. Come in. You haven't even sense enough to come in out of the cold unless you're told to. Get in here. Yes, yes, certainly. I... I... Well, what is it you want? What is it? Must I... be something urgent if you felt you had to come in person. But you talk as if there was nothing wrong, as if you were all right. Of course I'm all right. And this... This room, it, it, it doesn't look like the theatrical boarding house. Theatrical boarding house? And it doesn't look like the doctor's office either. Kent, do you feel all right? Are you in your right mind? No, no, I'm not. I'm really mad. I know it now. Lois here said you were being held a prisoner, that you were... Lois? Where is she? What? Why, she was right behind me. Didn't she follow me into the house? Well, how could she follow you into the house? She wasn't with you. She... To say Lois wasn't standing outside with me when you opened the door? Kent, what in the name of heaven are you talking about? What am I... What's happened to you? I don't know. I'm all mixed up and I can't understand it. It isn't like me at all. It's as if I were another person. I... Something's happened to you. I can see that. 
Now you wait right here. I've got just the thing for uh, you. Wait a minute, Chief. Wait a minute. Before you go. Weren't you being held prisoner in this house? Isn't that why you telephoned for the $20,000? What telephone call? What $20,000? What $20,000? Kent? Uh, you said you had something that would straighten me out. Yes? Yeah, well, get it, will you? Get as quickly as you can. I'm sure I need it now. All right, I'll be right back. Yeah, I wish I could get straight on this. I never had anything like this happen before. Usually I can see right through these things, no matter how baffling they are. But this thing doesn't seem to have any beginning, and I'm starting to wonder whether it's going to have an end. Oh, Chief, I... You're waiting, young man. I thought you left a long time ago. This is Walsh, the boarding husband. What's that, young man? Where have you come from? What are you doing here? I live here. This is my house. I uh, I rent rooms to people. You re- This is the theatrical boarding house? Well, of course it is. Well, what happened to Mr. White? Mr. White? Yeah. We have no Mr. White staying with us. No Mr. White. We have a Mr. Black. Yeah, of course, as you would. And now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now, wait. I'm not crazy. I know that. Oh, but you are. You... Dr. Hendricks, where'd you come from? I have a perfect right to be here, young man. I live here. But this is impossible. First one of you disappears, then the other, and now you're both here. Young man, I told you before that you're suffering from an aggravated case of false memory. I know what you Now, you must believe me. Everything is all right. Everything is sane and normal, except you. But that can't be, doctor. I'm not just an ordinary person. Of course you're not an ordinary person. You're quite remarkable. But even a man with your remarkable powers, Mr. Kent, has a, uh, shall we say, a crack-up now and then? No. No, listen to me. No, no, no. Listen to me. No, but, Doc... You're coming into the next room with me. It's my office. I'm going to have a little chat. Look, will you... No, 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 no. Come along. I should have insisted on this when you were here before. Doc... Come along now. All right. Right into this room. In you go. Yes. What in the world? It's the way. Oh, it's... No. Okay, Dr. Hendricks. You're right. Happy birthday, Kent. Happy birthday. I hope we didn't fool you too badly. I don't get it. What do you mean, happy birthday? Mr. White, I think Clark's entitled to an explanation. Yes, yes, and I'll give it to her. It's happy birthday for you, Clark, because today you've been with the Daily Planet exactly two years. And I felt that we ought to do something to show our appreciation. Well, you certainly did. <laughs> you almost drove me out of my mind. Yes, I, I hope we didn't go too far with our little joke, Kent. You know, sometimes these practical jokes do get out of hand, but you have to go through with them. Yeah, it was my idea. You see, ever since you joined the paper, you've been so almighty successful in solving crimes that we decided to give you a mystery you couldn't possibly solve. <laughs> you certainly succeeded. <laughs> Gee, I suppose in the 24 hours I was away from this house, you repapered the room and changed the furniture and everything, huh? That's right. A little expensive, but worth it. <laughs> uh, but now look here. Everything practically explains itself. Right now, we've got a birthday cake to dig into and plenty to eat and drink. And, of course, some of the boys have to hurry back to the office. So come ahead, Kent, and cut the cake. By that time, Jimmy ought to be here with the present we have for you. Present, eh? Mm-hmm. Well, I sort of feel I deserve it after what you all put me through. Uh, I got to hand it to you, Kent. You certainly held on to yourself with an iron hand. <laughs> Superman himself couldn't have controlled his nerves better than you did. No, I really don't believe he could have. And so ends another Superman mystery. Don't forget... Tune in again for the next thrilling episode with 
Superman. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.